I need four more of the biscuit carnitas, two burnt end platters, three... The kitchen at Kai's Barbecue is firing on all cylinders. Greg, help me bring these to the pickup counter. He needs food runners who can hit the ground quickly. 86 on the chicken and we're short-staffed. Let's pick it up. Indeed can help him hire great people fast. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. Instant Match instantly connects you with quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your sponsored job description. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. Are you overwhelmed with credit card debt and unable to pay your bills? Has your income decreased or have you lost your job? At Credit Card of America, we offer a free, no-obligation consultation to learn how you can cut your payments by up to half and potentially lower your interest down to zero. Credit Card of America is an A-plus rated company that will work on your behalf. We've counseled over 1 million consumers struggling with debt just like you. Call now for a free, no-obligation consultation and learn how you can become debt-free. Call 800-291-3818. That's 800-291-3818. One. The following is a live copyrighted presentation. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time now for RadioLawTalk.com with your host, Frederick Penny, attorney at law. And now, RadioLawTalk.com. Welcome to Hour 3, Radio Law Talk. I'm your host, Frederick Penny, with Denise Dirks, Todd Kunin, and our producer, Cal Hunter. If you want to call in, it's 855-LAW-RADIO, 855-529-7234, to the most exciting, entertaining, and I always say sometimes informative show on earth, because if you think you're going to be informed about all the laws, just just that's not going to happen, because remember... Uh, we're going to talk about general topics of law. Uh, you know, we're not giving you legal advice. Go seek counsel. We have to throw that plug in. Uh, well, we don't have to, but we do because we know you want to go to our website at radiolawtalk.com and watch our, listen to our disclaimers. But, you know, that's just late at night when you want to go to sleep. Um, today we're going to talk about a couple of interesting things. First of all, we'll have a case or no case. Um, we're going to talk about a situation Believe it or not, in Iran, a case about someone stealing an idea uh, out of Iran. We're going to discuss the law on that. California, uh, the California corporate diversity uh, law that was passed by the legislator. There was lawsuits brought, and we're going to tell you what happened there. Um, we're going to also talk about, uh, let's see, we're, we're going to talk about what else? We're we going to talk. Oh, oh, I know what we wanted to talk about. We've talked about Britney Spears and her conservatorship. We're going to also bring up a very interesting conservatorship that nobody really talked about of another celebrity that's not quite as well known as Britney. And uh, that's going to be really interesting because it's funny how when things occur with Britney, you know, everything else or everyone else is doing the same thing just gets. Uh, Put to the put to the bottom, and they're not, uh, they're, uh, and the press coverage is not there. So that's what we're going to do today. Again, call in at eight five five Law Radio. If you want to go to any of our our social media, just type in Radio Law Talk at Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, you know, even TikTok. We don't really touch that one, to be honest. With you, but if you want to go to Instagram, that's the that's the point, uh, or that's the one that we uh, our social media that we we post a few things. We love to hear 
from you. So with that, people are here for one thing and one thing only, I always say, and that is for Case or No Case. Now it's time to play Case or No Case. Well, you know, sometimes things get complicated. For Mark and Pam Crawford, they wanted to adopt a young child, and they did adopted a now eight-year-old child. The Crawfords say the child was born with what is called intersex condition, which means a person's born without sexual anatomy that fits the definition of a male or a female, a so-called hermaphrodite. Well, before the child was adopted, the South Carolina Department of Social Services decided to perform surgery on the then 16-month-old to make the child a girl. So the Crawfords adopted the child anyway, and a few months after the surgery... They say the child now identifies as a boy to his pediatrician. Recently, he asked for a boy's haircut and boy's clothing. They say the State Department of Social Services acted improperly in assigning the child's gender. The Medical University of South Carolina was part of it, Greenville Health System. Several other caregivers were part of this decision, and they did not like what happened to their child and said somebody needs to be held to account, and this child was damaged, and money is the only way we know to help them not do this, make the same mistake again. So they went to an attorney and said, Denise, case or no case? Um, they adopted the child as a girl. The social services did the surgery to reassign the anatomy so that it would be a girl because it had maybe both. Um, it did both sets of both organs. sets of genders. Very rare condition. One out of 2,000 people. Yes. Yeah. It's not all that more rare. Than 2, one out no. of 2,000. No, it's wow. not all that rare. Yeah, wow. one out of 2,000. That's an accurate number. Yeah. yeah and it's not that rare because that's not that rare. Right. And um, I wish this was a case because we need this case to be decided. Um, I think that you are thinking of all the ways that these states now that are um, making it illegal for parents to make these type of decisions. You're like trying to think of ways to get around that or somebody to have, you know, standing to challenge this, this type of thing or what's going to happen in these states that are making decisions about parents, you know, changing the gender of their children and that it's illegal. They could go to jail. It is not a case, but it well should be. Okay, Mr. Penny, what do you think? Is this a case or, or, or so not a case? Here's the interesting uh, take that I, that I thought about on this thing. I, I took a little bit different angle than Denise did. I, I'm thinking about who has standing. The parents, I would say, have no standing. I'm going to say it's a case, by the way. The parents don't have standing because they adopted the child knowing that it was adopted as a, a female, and they did have knowledge, and it was disclosed, the situation with the child. But... The child still has standing to sue on her behalf if it was an issue. And I think the who's bringing this lawsuit is the child. Um, and the child can bring the lawsuit, and the parents could be the guardian ad litem uh, on behalf of the child to bring this lawsuit. I say it's a case. The child does bring the lawsuit, and the child wins. All right. So Denise says no case. You say case. And Mr. Kunin, you say? Fred pretty much took the words out of my mouth. I didn't think the parents had standing. It was the child. The parents are the guardian ad litem to bring the, essentially the case on behalf of the child because the child's still a minor. And, yeah, the, the person who has standing being the child, something happened to that child's gender, and the child did not have any say in it and so because of that i I think the child wins so you think you are along with fred case case and fred says on behalf of the child but not the parents per se and i got that correct the 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 only the only 
So I'm going to say it's a it's a case. You know, I'll, I'll change my answer to the extent that it changes it. It's a case, and it's still pending. Hasn't been decided yet because the, the case just got started. So it's not a victory. It's pending. Oh. So, that's, so the, 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 the old pending yes. uh, situation. And, and I will stipulate that if it has been decided and Fred and, – and it was decided – I don't, I don't get points if it was decided in the child's favor, and I don't get points if the child lost because I am going with the still pending option. Right, wow. so you definitely get one point because yes, the be only way I can the only way I can get that second point is if it is indeed still pending. Hmm. Wow! So Denise says it's not a case, but it darn well should be. You know what I say? It is a case, and it darn well should be. Oh, Denise, you missed out on that one. I've, I've missed out every one so far. Is, this is a bad one for you. To meet. I am I just not intuitive. Today. I've, I have been calling the local media outlets in Columbia, South Carolina, to see if they know how this story came out. Oh. And I spoke with the investigative team of the local TV station. They said, well, you know, this was filed back in 2013. Seven. And I said, yeah. And they said, after four years, four years later, the Crawford parents settled with the State Department of yes. Public Health, the hospital for... $444,000. Yes, they win. And it took them four years to get there. I, I told you it was the kid. And the parents acted as the guardian is the child that had the damages that was able to bring the lawsuit. And, and you know what the th- legal theory was, that the child was a true hermaphrodite and they had no legal reason to select a gender Agree. for that child. They said they had no reason to decide or no right to decide whether that child oh. should be a male or a female. But one thing we do know. But can I say something? Yeah. That was a ward of the state. So if it was a child that was under state control at the time, they would be a ward of the state mm. until they were adopted out. Yeah, so that's kind of an interesting thing. I, I wish that it would have gone a to weird, a, that's, that's I a wish weird it would have gone to a, a judge, honestly. Yeah, that's weird. I do. Well, I know this. It's a, it was a fascinating story. And the other thing oh. I know for sure is that is our final yes. case or no case for this episode you, Cal, of Radio Cal, Law Talk. Well, I, you never cease to amaze me of what good cases you come up with. I don't know how you do that, but it's. I know it's sitting in the bathroom. No, honestly, this one came about because of the Supreme Court question, can you define a woman? So I started searching for cases that defined gender, and this one popped up on the radar, and I thought, this is really interesting. I think we'll... I think we'll do this. What should we call this one? Well, I don't, when we come back, we're going to talk about, we'll talk about that during the break. When we come back, we got a lot of different cases we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about, uh, well, corporate diversity, uh, someone other than Britney Spears uh, having their conservatorship revoked. We'll be back. Commercials and other announcements aired on Radio Law Talk contain the opinions of the sponsor. The airing of said announcements on Radio Law Talk does not constitute an endorsement. The announcements may contain claims that are not intended to treat, diagnose, or cure any disease. Claims have not been evaluated by the FDA. This is Denise Dirks. We can represent clients in divorce, legal separation, child and spousal support, custody, termination of parental rights, step-parent adoptions, guardianships, and even conservatorship matters. Call 1-877-886-7186 for a consultation. The law offices of Denise L. Dirks provide family law services in Northern California. When the law affects your family, call 877-886-7186. The family of attorneys at Denise L. Dirks is here to help. If you're one of those independent people who wants your own business and you love food service, we just might have a great opportunity for you. Iceberg Drive-Ins. 
Iceberg is famous for its thick shakes and delicious food. We lend you our supply chain and expertise, and you can potentially have a thriving, successful, fun business that your customers will love. Iceberg Drive-Ins has some prime areas available right now, so if you're interested, get in touch with us right away. Go to icebergdrivein.com and click on the Contact Us button. Iceberg Drive-In, ready to grow with you. Here's Fred Penny with Penny and Associates. When you or a family member have been injured in an accident, what should you look for in a personal injury lawyer? The first thing is an experienced personal injury law firm that is actually taking cases to trial. Hi, I'm Frederick Penny, managing partner and founder of Penny & Associate Injury Lawyers. For over 30 years, Penny & Associate Injury Lawyers has been successfully representing individuals and their families. At Penny & Associates, we're experienced trial lawyers, and we work with you to get the best results. Go to pennyandassociates.com or call 800-616-4529. I've got to get my car washed. This dirt, it just won't do. But I don't have no time today. I don't know what I do. And I know this place right down the road. Quick, quack, car wash. Uh-huh. Up inside, let's take a ride and watch this cat and shine. Just come and see, I guarantee your ride will steal the show. Come on, quick, quack, car wash. Don't drive that dirty car. Uh-huh. Quick, quack, car wash. They'll have you looking sharp. Well, come on. How is your car payment treating you? What if I told you you could make a free phone call right now and reduce your car payment by as much as $83 a month? Look at your car payment closely. You could be paying as high as 20% interest. Rate Genius can help you reduce your car payments by reducing your interest rate to as low as 2.48% APR. We can refinance most existing car loans or leased cars, new or used, and save you money every month. Put more money back in your pocket. The call is free to find out how low we can lower your car payment. Five minutes of your time right now could save you hundreds of dollars a year. Call Rate Genius now. 800-352-3308. 800-352-3308. 800-352-3308. That's 800-352-3308. Not all applicants qualify for a loan or rate savings. Actual offer terms including APR are determined at the time. Do you run a business and want to learn how you can get between $10,000 to $5 million in 60 seconds? We're Biz to Credit, a top-rated online financing provider to hundreds of thousands of America's business owners. If your business does at least $120,000 a year in gross sales, we can get you more money to run your business in as little as 72 hours. Our terms are simple, repayment plans are flexible, and based on your cash flow. Plus, the paperwork is minimal, and the approval process is fast. So in the time you've listened to this commercial, you could have learned if you qualify to get up to $5 million in cash deposited to your business bank account in the next two to three days. Funding specialists are ready to take your call right now and get you the money you need fast. Call 800-559-5523. That's 800-559-5523. Again, 800-559-5523. I think that's the best. That's true. Commercials and other announcements aired on Radio Law Talk contain life can be full of risks. One thing you should- And now back to Radio Law Talk. Here's your host, Fred Penny, Todd Kunin, and Denise Dirks, guys. I like the uh, life is full of risk that he that he introduces us, right? That's awesome, Cal. <laughs> I know that was on purpose. <laughs> well, it's a lawyer thing. Well, it actually worked out <laughs> just right. But you know what? Look, have you ever had a friend, family member, or like a professor um, at college, and you you give this great idea to them, and 
next thing you know, uh, they take off with that idea and 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 become uh, famous, make millions, and uh, might even win an Academy Award or an Oscar or whatever. Right? Happens to me all the time. Let me too. <laughs> well, that happened, Denise, and it happened in Iran of all places, where a producer, the, uh, an individual that worked with a student basically used made a movie off what the student gave this individual um, wait in Iran right yeah and he was a award-winning um, a director um, that had won already or at least but yeah he'd won grand jury award for this product and um, he was a professor of a student a female student in Iran and um, he had uh, then written this new film and done a, a foreign film documentary, or not really, it wasn't really a documentary because it was made up, but it was a film, and it went to Cannes, you know, and then he was, like, seen and heard and all of that, it became very famous. And What's Cannes, by the way? Cannes is a film the festival. The Cannes Film Festival in Cannes, France. Yeah, right. Cannes, France. Yeah. <laughs> Cannes, France. Cannes, France. Move on, yeah, Cannes, France. Move, Move on. on. I'm moving on, uh, going past Cannes. Yeah. It's always a good idea. Yeah, thank you. Yes. Just, just get past the Cannes and we're good. That's right. Here are my yeah. eyes, Todd. Hey. Stop. What? <laughs> Denise. What is going on here? So, we, do we have our insurance all the way up to date? So it was, uh, yeah, as of last a, week, so thank goodness. The yeah. two-time thing, Academy Award winner. Yes, and the interesting thing about this lawsuit was that it was a female student that filed suit against her professor for stealing an idea that she had. For uh, It was based upon something she wrote that was called All Winners and All Losers. And I don't know the law in Iran, so I don't know what you know the legal issues were exactly. But the Iranian court did find that this professor had stolen this idea from his student. So now we're at the stage where the the director is saying oh, it's not a final decision, um, and we don't. And, but other people are saying there's no appeal from this decision, so it may be final. It's kind of an interesting thought. Um, and Todd had a, a unique perspective of this too because it happened in Iran. Well, the, the interesting thing is, look. There are there are questions about women's rights all over the world and stuff and and and, and what's it like for females in Iran? I, I thought that it was uh, pretty interesting and unique and, and good for the victim in this case. Female sues the director in an Iranian court, male director, and she wins. And look, just from my perspective i would th- i would i would like to hope that in every court the person with the strongest evidence is going to pre- prevail but in an iranian court i would say she probably had some very good evidence people were able to determine yes this was her work that he plagiarized and and i get that he, that the director's legal representatives they have to come out and say well you know it's it's not final and it could be uh, appealed in the hopes that they say that and then Whatever appeals process after you know six or seven months dies down, this is no longer in the public eye, and, and, and they forget about it. The last thing that people remember, he's hoping the last people thing that people remember is, well, there was a conviction, but it's going to be appealed, and we don't know what happened. Because if it's not, if the last thing people remember is that this two-time Academy Award-winning director plagiarized his most recent work from a student of his – 
I would say good luck getting work or respect yeah. or anything in the future. Yeah, I don't his care career if it was, is toast. I don't care if it was Iran or L.A. or whatever. Plagiarism doesn't go over well at all, especially in that industry. I was going to say, unless you're running for president, then it's good. <laughs> or your first lady. Yes, it was too. It was too easy. I'm sorry well, for all of it. <laughs> right on that, on that same sliding right off that, Denise. We got Ed Sheeran, right? There was a. Uh, uh, he's got the shape of you. Uh, he was sued in the copyright case on that. Ed Sheeran for his song "Shape of You," and I don't remember. I'm trying to think of Cal. Look it up really quick. "Shape of You." I don't remember exactly what that that one says. Doesn't it go? I'm in love with your body. I love the shape of you, or something like that. I don't know. I don't know. Right? But anyway, the, he he was. It was uh, it was UK's best selling song yes. in 2017. This guy made a lot of money on this song. Ed Sheeran did. The, yes, he did. And so, you know, potentially, if this song had been uh, copied for from another person's work, he would have to divulge all of the the profits that he made from that right. song. So it was a huge issue. And he and Ed Sheeran won. Ed Sheeran won, and it was event. Um, it was alleged that Sammy switches. Two thousand and fifteen. Yeah. Oh, this All one right. is famous. Yeah. yeah, this is a very famous song. All right, Cal, we got our fifteen love seconds in. Thanks, Ed. But anyway, well, can you find Sammy Switches' "Oy" song? Sammy Switches. Switch, yeah, switch. S W I T C H. I, I think I, it's O Y O Y O Y. I think I know this. I mean, O Y O Y. Yeah, I think yeah. that's it. Uh, so mean, Sammy says he took his his O Y song and Ed Sheeran made it, uh, made money off it and, and copied it basically, and the courts held in UK. No, right? So do we find O Y? Here we go. Is this it, Cal? Yeah, this is the uh, the open to O Y. Just leave it for a minute. Yeah. It doesn't open the same way. I do believe, but I don't understand it. I lost my mind. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not getting it, but I didn't go to the same point. Obviously, they think it was plagiarized, but yeah. music is more and more difficult. I think to have an original thought these days. That's what it seems like to me. Well, guess what, Todd? What's our old saying about yeah, this, Todd? I don't see it either. And Denise, what's the old saying about uh, Sammy Switch's OY? Well, I, I, I know what my skepticism is. Yet again, people using the court system to boost the popularity and awareness of their songs for the cost of a complaint. Sammy Switch just received Radio Law Talk. Aver- free advertising for OY. For nothing. For nothing. For nothing. It didn't and give that's nothing. exactly yeah, right. That's exactly. So there you go, Ed Shear. We got two of them, two winner winner chicken dinners. We got the uh, gal, the student out of Iran, and then we have Ed Sheeran, and, and that's the, the most exciting thing. And we're yeah. running late. We're going to take a break. Right, I'm sorry. Break. We'll be we'll right, right back. back. Commercials and other announcements aired on Radio Law Talk contain the opinions of the sponsor. The airing of said announcements on Radio Law Talk does not constitute an endorsement. The announcements may contain claims that are not intended to treat, diagnose, or cure any disease. These claims have not been evaluated by the FDA. I've got to get my car washed. This dirt, it just won't do. The best thing about Quick Cut Car Wash is whenever you go through, the smell on your car is always great, and they have super fun lights and colors. 
but I don't have no time today. I don't know what I do. Your car smells good and it's clean at Quick Quack Car Wash. And I know this place right down the road. Quick Quack quick, quick, car, car, car Wash. Quick Quack Car Wash. Get the Quick Quack Confidence. Hop inside, let's take a ride and watch this cat and shine. Get the Quick Quack Habit. Take a car once a week. Just come and see, I guarantee your ride will steal the show. I like Quick Quack because of the mascot, Quackles. Come on, Quick Quack Car. So we sell unlimited membership for per vehicle. You can add a family plan and add an additional vehicle at a discounted rate. Don't drive that dirty car. Uh-huh. Quick Quack Car Medicare rules are confusing. They should be. There are over 130,000 pages of regulations. There's Part A through D, Medicare Advantage, and Medigap. According to the CMS, there are government programs available that can help you pay for your medical expenses. Choosing the right Medicare plan is a really big deal. The wrong choice can cost you a lot of money, and the right choice can put more money in your pocket. Call one of our licensed representatives today. At 65 Plus Medicare, our free service can show you a plan that will maximize your Medicare benefits, ensure you are taking advantage of all available government assistance programs. Boys are weird. Who told you that? That's true. This is a great time to call the show. 855-LAW-RADIO. That's 855-LAW-RADIO. So we're back, uh, hour number three. We're having a great time here. We're just talking about Ed Sheeran. Thank you, Bruce. One of our listeners uh, mentioned, called in and mentioned something that we always say. Not only did this new, uh, what is the name of the, it's the Sammy Switch uh, song, uh, Oh Why, he's going to get publicity. But, of course, the lawyers make money, and it helped Ed Sheeran uh, to some degree probably because his, uh, but I don't think Ed Sheeran needs a lot of help. But I'm sure Ed Sheeran's uh, lawyers made a buck or two. And but that's why we want to become lawyers, right? Because <laughs> no matter what, who wins, the dang lawyers always get paid. It seems like at least most of the time, not all the time. Uh, look, in California, a very controversial uh, bill passed uh, not too long ago that um, basically says that it requires corporate boards of publicly traded companies. You know, with within a certain amount of size, uh, has to have if they if they have executive office in California, um, they have to have certain amount of members from the quote and I quote unrepresented community, which includes the LGBT, the Black, Latinos, Asians, Native Americans, or Pacific Islanders have to be on the board. And these all these rules about um, you know the, the certain amount of uh, the size of the board and. What percentage? I believe it's got to be. You got to have three, uh, um, and again, they don't say minorities. Underrepresented community because it's not just minorities; it's the LGBTQ uh, community, et cetera, that has to be put on this board. Well, a uh, a company. Well, actually, I'm sure these companies got together and, and brought a lawsuit. On, I'm trying to think of the name. It's called uh, what's the name of it, guys? I can't remember. The who name who it. brought the lawsuit? Yeah, but Judicial Watch. Judicial Watch. Yes. That's right. Judicial Watch brought it, and a Los Angeles judge just ruled on Friday that this law is unconstitutional. 
and um, that uh, it, it does not pa- pass muster. Now, I, I do remember when this law came out, I said, I don't know that this one's going to pass constitutional muster. Um, uh, but And so far, don't forget, this is the lower court, so I'm sure it'll go to an appellate court and probably the Supreme Court. But as of now, uh, this has been struck down because I believe it's sometime in 2022 they ha- and you know, in 23, they had to have a certain amount of uh, um, underrepresented individuals on these boards of directors. I thought um, it included um, uh, gender as well. That's why I women. was surprised. No, it included women. It, included it did, oh, okay. yes. It did. They said this is just a few of the examples of them. No, Hispanic, LBGT, African American. I mean, yeah, you know, yeah, all yeah, of everyone, the yeah. underrepresented. Yeah. Right. That's why they call it underrepresented. Homeless. Got it. Yeah, underrepresented. No, not homeless. No, we don't know. Who knows? Um, <laughs> yeah, yes, but anyway, we do. Well, there's no homeless anymore. Uh, yeah. Oh, that's right. It's, it's um, uh, people Unhoused. that are, uh, what's a, how do you say that? I, I don't, you know, Unhoused. I Lacking how unhoused. Unhoused individuals. Yeah. I knows the guy. Well, don't even get me started on that. Um, <laughs> well, it's just, come on, tell us how you well, feel. No, the, well, what I what what does bother the people is like people holding the sign saying, and and I see them walking, and they're completely healthy, and I'm working really hard, and I know these. I'm telling you, I gave a guy a, a hundred dollar tip the other day. The guy was working, or the gal and a gal too was working, and you could tell they were just struggling in life, right? And those are the people you want to help out. Those. The, the person, here's my soapbox, the person that is waiting on you at the restaurant, the person that is helping you park your car, the person that is mowing your lawn, mowing your lawn the person that is, that is doing the, the hard jobs that aren't high-paid jobs, that's what you help. Those are the ones you help out. You know, those are the ones you, you, don't, give them, you, know, you don't give them a $2 tip. You help them out as much as you can, and I, I really try. The other day, and this is not a. I know he's he's holding it. He, he's holding his hand out. He's holding his hand out. You let don't work you. hard enough, is what he's telling you. <laughs> let me tell you. Let me tell you. Guilty. Let me tell you about what I just. I was in Oklahoma City, and and I was. I went to a subway, and it was really slow, and there was this young African American uh, young man. I say he was probably in his early twenties. You just you could tell he was just just doing his job and working and i really appreciated that young kid and he really did a good job made my sandwich it was a seven dollar sandwich and i'm not patting myself on the back i looked at that kid and he just he was just a good i could just tell he's working hard you know his mom saying you're out there working and you're working downtown oklahoma city at the subway and 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 he's like okay you know mom i and and i gave him a twenty dollar tip and he's Good job. He literally was shocked. He like almost did. He goes, sir. He came around the table and thank. He said, thank you so much. That kid. That's the kid. Those are the people you give the extra money to and tips. That kid. I said and I told him. I said, keep working hard. I remember when I was your age and I was doing. I was making almost nothing. I said, just keep working hard. And he was a. And he was a good. I mean, very polite. And I'm. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm getting on this soapbox. But he just snapped right to us and helped us. Not like. Yeah, what can I help you with? He was like, "Hi, how are you?" Just, I just love effort and enthusiasm yes. are two things that there aren't any substitutes for, and they are usually rewarded by people who like to see yes. them. Yes, and so the, he's a, just so you know, he's in his early twenties, uh, Oklahoma City, Oklahoma subway downtown by the Sheridan. Go give him a big tip, guys. He was a I didn't get his name, but he but he appreciated it. 
he was really happy. That's what we want to help you. And can I ask you, Fred? Sure. You didn't go to the subway at like two o'clock in the morning, did you? No, it was at three thirty in the afternoon. Wasn't snowing outside. No, it was three three thirty okay. in the afternoon. Okay. Weren't accosted by anybody after you got out of the no. Uh, subway. No, this okay. is, it was the only person he this saw. Is, this is Oklahoma City. <laughs> Come on. He hadn't been drinking. I, I tell you, I did show up, and it's windy in Oklahoma City, and everyone's like, "That dude's got shorts on, man." One thing that's interesting. Anyway, let's about, ta- keep talking about this. One yeah. thing interesting about this judge's ruling in the California uh, corporate diversity law and the finding that it was unconstitutional. Oftentimes, when when something like this comes down, we're able to talk about the judge's ruling and what the judge thought based upon the briefs, and and the judge will include all of the reasonings for why the judge found that this violated equal protection, which I think was the claim. None of that was included in the judge's ruling. It was just a brief, I, I'm ruling, I'm granting judicial watches, the, the people that brought the suit, I'm granting their motion for summary judgment. And that was it. There was nothing right. else. Now, um, the legislative analysts for this bill, before it was signed, right. they knew it was the, gonna be the rough. analysts even put in that th- this one may be a tough one to defend, and it's difficult, but like you said, Fred, I think Denise as well, uh, the judge didn't put... In the ruling that we saw, his reasoning behind it, but I don't think this one's over. I, I would be very surprised well, if this not. wasn't appealed. And you know, may, maybe it's a maybe it's a rightly so appeal, so that we can get some sort of guidance on it. But as it stands right now, it's unconstitutional. In California, there's just been another effort for the state to jump into the workplace. Did you have you heard about this? The state legislature just. First step of many to make a bill a law, passed the first step of making requiring a four day work week and everything over four days is overtime. That was so that once again the state wants to get into the workplace and tell workplaces how many hours people can work and under what conditions. It's interesting, but I just thought they wanted to jump into the boardroom. Now they want to jump into the factory okay. floor. You know, whatever. I, you, know, people, you know how people vote is with their feet. Yeah, that's know? right. That's They'll right. move out of them and yeah, go ahead. Right. Yeah. Now, now let a, a lot of folks in other states uh, might not understand this. And, and you know, look, I, I worked most of my – as a teenager and, and adult life before I moved out of the state of California, so I was used to California wage and hour laws. Yep. So in California, when you talk about overtime, so if you work more than 40 hours in a week, obviously that you, you would be entitled to overtime. But if you work more than eight hours in a day, you're entitled to overtime. If you work more than, I think it's, was it 10 or 12 hours in a day, you get double time. And, and that's all part of the state of California's internal wage system. I, I, it wasn't even a thought in my mind that other states might be different until I started working in Nevada, and then I worked in the state of Tennessee, and when I was in those jurisdictions, it was like, yeah, overtime is more than 40 hours in a week, but you know, they don't have to pay overtime it, it, over eight hours in a day. What are yeah. you talking about? It can about be 40 that? hours in one day. I mean, yeah, you know, two days, right? Because they followed the, the federal standard, but right. uh, yeah, California, they have some really uh, interesting wage and hour laws. Yeah, so and not only that, other states do too. New York's the same way, and New York's a little bit uh, liberal in that way also. Uh, we're going to get into uh, – okay, so what have we talked about for, I'm going to say, a year maybe about Britney Spears? By the way, let's look up what is the latest Britney Spears uh, – I know everyone's like, they don't care. We're going to look up the latest when we go on the break, her latest Britney Spears Instagram post because – they did get a little bit weirder after her conservatorship was taken. Well, away. you guys are going to like this but, one. Okay, I did. I haven't seen it, so we're going to go look. I have. But, it's great. No. But <laughs> no. but we're going to talk about another un 
another. Talk I'm not going to say his known actress. Okay, I I gotta go. I can't wait to go see it now. Another well-known actress that got just forgotten about, right, Todd? Because Pretty of much. Britney Spears. But we're going to talk about her conservatorship. You bad people. We'll be back. Another Denise Dirk's eyes up moment. We have more radio lock talk coming up right here on your favorite local radio station and on radiolawtalk.com. You stay there, and the show will continue after this. The airing of said announcements on Radio Law Talk does not constitute an endorsement. The announcements may contain claims that are not intended to treat, diagnose, or cure any disease. These claims have not been evaluated by the FDA. I've got to get my car washed. This dirt, it just won't do. The best thing about Quick Cut Car Wash is whenever you go through, the smell on your car is always great, and they have super fun lights and colors. But I don't have no time today. I don't know what I do. Your car smells good and it's clean at Quick Quack Car Wash. And I know this place right down the road. Quick Quack quick, quick, car, car, car Wash. Quick Quack Car Wash. Get the Quick Quack Confidence. Hop inside, let's take a ride and watch this cat and shine. Get the Quick Quack Habit. Take a car once a week. Just come and see, I guarantee your ride will steal the show. I like Quick Quack because of the mascot, Quackles. Come on, Quick Quack. So we sell unlimited membership for per vehicle. You can add a family plan and add an additional vehicle at a discounted rate. Don't drive that dirty car. Uh-huh. Quick, quack, car wash. They'll have you looking Life can be full of risks. One thing you shouldn't take a risk with ever is your family's health insurance. If you're self-employed or you now need affordable health insurance, you need to make this free call right now and see how the health insurance helpline can help you get it. We specialize in helping the self-employed and people just like you that need affordable health insurance to get it. We have short and long-term health insurance plans and some even cover dental, vision, and prescription drugs. Don't take a risk with your family's health insurance. It's not worth it. Worth it. If you're self-employed or now need affordable health insurance, call right now and learn for free how to get it. Listen, affordable health insurance plans for everyone just like you are a free phone call away. So give us a shout right now. 800-670-0940. 800-670-0940. 800-670-0940. That's 800-670-0940. Medicare rules are confusing. They should be. There are over 130,000 pages of regulations. There's Part A through D, Medicare Advantage, and Medigap. According to the CMS, there are government programs available that can help you pay for your medical expenses. Choosing the right Medicare plan is a really big deal. The wrong choice can cost you a lot of money, and the right choice can put more money in your pocket. Call one of our licensed representatives today. At 65 Plus Medicare, our free service can show you a plan that will maximize your Medicare benefits, ensure you are taking advantage of all available government assistance programs, and save you money. Plus, call right now and get a free report on how to avoid costly Medicare mistakes. Call now. 800-220-7612-800-220-7612-800-220-7612. That's 800-220-7612. You love your dog. 
Is something bothering him or her and you can't figure out what it is? Maybe they seem slow or lethargic, and maybe they just don't have energy. Wouldn't you like your dog to be living their very best life? PetJoy offers a money-back guarantee on all of its products. If your dog won't eat it or you don't see the results you want, just let us know and we'll make it right. Totally risk-free. What do you have to lose? You can't buy PetJoy multivitamins in a store. The only way you can get them is through this unique radio offer. And if you call right now, learn how to get two bottles free with your order. Turn your dog's life around and make him or her a happy camper. Ain't that right, boy? He said call PetJoy right now. 800-711-9218. 800-711-9218. 800-711-9218. That's 800-711-9218. to get back to Radio Law Talk on RadioLawTalk.com and on your favorite radio station. It just blows by. It doesn't just blow by. This actually, I just seemed like we just started when it's our last segment. Uh, those of you who want to uh, uh, listen to these uh, shows, you can go to our Radio Law Talk uh, website. By the way, we're going to have a whole new website. should be up going, I think, this week. Um, we have podcasts on there that you can search the topic and go find uh, our topic. That's Cal's. Just and extra play. music time. Just putting that music. in there. And by the way, the thing, the reason I got excited was they're free. A lot of places, yes. a lot of websites, they charge you. They try to monetize their no, podcast. We don't. No, we just want you to listen free. to them. Yeah. It's free. Yeah. So, um, but but go there and if you can, you can want to look at what we talked about uh, this week. You know, you can go ahead and listen to to uh, all our discussions this week. Now. What we're going to discuss now, I mean, sometimes you just want to roll it at the end. I want to talk about, I'm going to keep, Todd, I'm going to save yours till the end. So That's I want fine. to briefly talk about the COVID cases. I just, I didn't want to really get into this. And I, that's why I've got it toward the end. And let me tell you why I didn't want to get into this. And Denise and I talked about this. But there is an individual lawyer, and I'm not going to give them the, their kudos, uh, that brought up the issue of whether or not you can sue um, for getting COVID, suing an individual for, quote, giving you COVID. And they were talking about, oh, it's like, you know, like extreme, you know, it's being extreme. It's like a terrorist act by if you, if you uh, give someone COVID. And they're not saying that's for sure, but they're saying this could be an example. It's so far-fetched. You know, first of all, the most important thing is, is prove where you got COVID from, right? The, you know, how many people did you come in contact with? Like Todd brought up, there's a lot of people that are asymptomatic that have COVID. You don't, they don't even know it. Did you get it from that person? So, but anyway, Denise, we were talking about this earlier about, you know, can you sue someone from COVID? And basically this individual said, well, it's going to be very difficult if you can. And my gosh, if that starts opening up, uh, I don't know what's going to happen. It's going to, well, there actually is a California safety code section that applies to it. And it was enacted and a lot of people had questions about how that was going to impact business and small business and people. Um, so there are five conditions, I guess, or five terms you have to show if you're going to show that you got COVID from somebody else. Uh, number one, you have to show they knew they had an infectious disease. Number two, they intentionally transmitted it to you. Number three, their actions posed a substantial risk of transmission to you. 
Number four, they were definitely the person who infected you. And number five, you didn't know the person had the disease. You have to prove all five of these points in four order is difficult. to show the violation. Yeah, all of them. Actually, each yeah. piece of that would be, um, in my opinion, each piece of that's going to be difficult. Because like Todd said, a lot of people can be a transmitter and they don't even know they have the disease. That's right. Uh, on- so it is an intentional conduct sure. violation. Now, with regard to with regard to whether or not it would qualify as a uh, terrorism, I don't know, but t- I do want to point out one thing. Under in California, under Penal Code Section four twenty two, which is making a terrorist threat, and that term terrorist is broadly defer- broadly defined. Let's consider these elements. First element that the person willfully threatened to unlawfully kill or cause great bodily injury to. Somebody, so they threatened to cause great bodily injury to the person. When the def- when the person made the threat, um, uh, the person actually made the threat. It wasn't implied. They actually said the words, "I'm going to do this." The they intended that the threat be received by the person they make the threat to as a threat. The threat was clear. It wasn't ambiguous, and they actually had the ability to do that. Okay, so in that instance, somebody's COVID positive says. I'm going to go around coughing on people to get everybody. I'm, I'm going to cough on you, Denise. I'm COVID positive. I'm coughing on you. I'm trying to give you COVID, and you know I'm COVID positive. Under that specific scenario, yeah, it could probably be uh, face liability. No, Criminal, they no. criminally I mean, under 422. No. Because, because whether or not they could, if they had the intention to do that, to create bodily injury, to threaten you that way. It wouldn't matter if you actually no. got COVID or not. I was going to say, uh, why would it? Because what if you didn't get COVID? It, it doesn't matter. It's a threat. It's a That's criminal the crime. threat, not civil liability, mm-hmm. a criminal threat. It would be like me saying, I'm going to stab you. I never actually stab you, but threatening to do it creates What about an individual threatening to give you a very uh, bad sickness and then costs on your face on, intentionally? Well, there are... Other uh, statutes that prevent spitting, and I think that you could expect maybe in the in the day and age of COVID, I think you could expect some DA's office to try to run that one up the flagpole. I'm, what I'm saying is I don't think the statute necessarily prohibits it uh, with this because if, if I'm making the threat to you, if I have COVID and I'm making the threat and I want you to be scared for fear of your life that I'm going to you know, spit in your drink or cough on you or do something, I could see what that being STDs? charged as what about criminal STDs? threat. Well, my morning what? show partner's wife in, in a store in Northern California had someone, they said, you got too close to me and turned and went and coughed in her face deliberately while she was standing there. And I said, I don't think she can do that to you without there being some yeah. implications of that. Or, or, But she didn't threaten her. She just coughed on her and, and you know, and yeah. turned away. What about, about what about uh, STDs? Is that a oh, – so, Absolutely. So, so, so let's think about with STDs here under the criminal threat standpoint. Criminal threat is I've got something and I am threatening to commit great bodily injury, which I think an STD by itself would would – Equal that. Great bodily but, but injury. The, but the question here is, how would the STD be transmitted? Because if I say, if I make the threat and I tell you I'm going to do this, well, the only way I can transmit that is if I engage in the S in STD, which is either with that person's consent or not. If it's not with their consent, it's a completely different yeah. crime. But then there's a problem. Well, it also could be a violation of the California Safety Code. Exactly. Because those five things would apply. 
You know, they knew they had an infectious disease. They intentionally transmitted it to you. Their actions posed a substantial risk of transmission to you. Uh, They were definitely the person who infected you. They can find that out now because they know strains and they can test for the strains of the different STDs. And you didn't know the person had the disease. So if you prove all those five points, that would work. Again, being the devil's advocate, how many more prisons are you going to start building now for all this? I don't know. Well, that's a civil this is civil liability. Yeah, those those not are criminal. all civil things. I want to be clear here. I am not saying that that terrorist threats or terrorist activities or anything could be brought against a person for coughing on somebody. It is when somebody goes out of their way, they have COVID, and they go out of their way to say, I've got it, and I'm going to cough on you because I want you to get it. And they're threatening you with that, right? Uh, let's, let's say a guy's being taken into custody by law enforcement officers, and he's trying to keep them from coming in on by coughing and spitting at them, saying, I got COVID, I'm going to infect all of you. That could be a situation where that could. You're it, saying yes, could. could. All of this is could. That could be yeah. a situation where there might be that kind of liability. Yeah, we're letting out all kinds of criminals out of jail because we don't have room, yeah. right? The guys you know, that are going around. Well, that's a separate matter. <laughs> that's what I'm trying to say. My whole point is I'm not disagreeing. I'm just saying... Guys, you got to look at the whole picture is the problem. Oh, yeah. So anyway, Cal, look, we can get into that really quick because we got to go quick takes. We got quick takes coming up. All right, here we go. You want to well, do quick takes well, now? No, no, no. We got Amanda well, Bynes real oh, quick, yeah. an update. Just an update. Really fast. Quick. Quick, uh, actor, child actor from the mid-2000s, Amanda Bynes. She had a conservatorship as well about two years ago. She went big, say, hey, free me like Britney. Didn't gain any traction, but her conservatorship after nine years just ended there earlier you go. this year. But is she wearing one with no top on in Hawaii? Like, I have like not Britain? done that research, but okay. I will. Just one. Okay, thank you. Keep an eye on that. Roll it, Cal. <laughs> All, right. All right. Now it's time for Quick Takes, where we hear quick takes from our panel on many of the issues discussed today. Fred Penny, let's start with you. Sure. When you talk to the judge, uh, you're trying to get out of being a juror. Two important points. Be very truthful. The second one. Maybe temper it a little bit if you have some issues that shouldn't be heard. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Kuhner, do you have a quick take for us today? Well, I think it comes ne- close to the same story. The judge in Broward County, just going to reiterate, I, I will be your clerk. No charge. <laughs> no, I want to send an email on that. Denise, uh, do you have a quick take? I do. I have some bad news for you guys. Uh-huh. Um, I may not have time anymore to be a co-host on Radio Law Talk because even if we switch to a four-day work week, my sugar daddy is not going to allow it. <laughs> Perfect. Sugar daddy girl, we'll be back next week, 9 to five, nine to noon, every Saturday, Pacific time. Join us next week. Thank you for being our friends. Yeah, thank you for listening to us here on Radio Law Talk. We are so grateful for that and invite you to join us next time, 9 to noon, right here while I try to shut off this audio, which is turning to be a bit of a task. So we'll do this instead, and thank you again for being with us today. We all decide. Come on. You have been listening to RadioLawTalk.com, a copyrighted presentation of Radio Law Talk Incorporated.
occurring automated text messages. Message and data rates may apply. Come on, one more rep. You got this. Ten. There it is. Nice work, man. You're a beast. Thanks, man. I feel better than I have in years. And I got to tell you, taking Nugenics makes a huge difference for me. Nugenics? That's the uh, testosterone booster with TV ads with Frank Thomas. The big hurt, right? Oh, yeah. The patented key ingredient is Testafin, which helps boost free testosterone levels and increase lean muscle mass. Well, it's clearly working for you. Hey, are they still giving out complimentary bottles for people to try for themselves? Yeah, Nugenics is a great way to increase lean muscle and feel stronger with more energy and endurance. Man, I need to get a complimentary bottle of Nugenics. No problem. You just got to send them a text. Text GRIT to 321321 right now for your complimentary bottle of Nugenics, the number one selling free testosterone booster at GNC. Plus, text now and we'll include a bottle of new Nugenics Thermo, our most powerful fat incinerator ever, to help get you back into shape fast, absolutely free. Text GRIT to 321321. That's GRIT to 321321. 